week's parsha, we know that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu ran away from Mitzrayim because there were people that were out for his life. He went to his father-in-law in Midian, stayed there for a while, and finally that Kosh Baruch Hu told him, go back to Mitzrayim, all the people that are out for your life are dead. The Gemara tells us they weren't really dead. It's Das and Vavirim. Das and Vavirim were around for many, many, many years. The Gemara says they're not dead, dead. They just fell into one of the four categories that's as good as dead. The Gemara tells us that four type of people are as good as dead. And the common denominator of all of them is that they're unable to project any kind of influence on any other people, therefore they're as good as dead. For instance, a person who has no money, he can't do anything. So he's an ani, an ani is chashiv kemes, a summa, someone who's blind and is constantly in need of direction from other people, isn't capable of projecting himself, and someone that has no kids, has no one to transmit his mesera to, he's uh, considered dead. So Dasan and Aviram became poor, and therefore, they're as good as dead. Don't worry about them. You could go back to Mitzrayim. That's a famous Gemara. Taisus and the Taisus Altair and the Daskenim Balea Taisus says why of the four categories of people that are considered dead that we had to put Dasan and Avirim in one of those categories, why Ani? Why didn't the Gemara say they were childless? and they were considered dead. They were blind, and they were considered dead. They had saras, which requires quarantine. I mean, they're as good as dead. Why that? How do you know that they were poor? Tesis goes on to cite, Psukim much later in the Torah, that they had kids, they were not mitzayroyim, and they had eyes. Here's where we want to get to. Tesis asks, maybe they were one of these categories, no kids, blind, Saras, and it got cured at Harsinai. Like we know, everything got cured at Harsinai. So how do you know that what caused Dasan and Aviram to be ineffective was the fact that they're poor? Perhaps what caused them to be good as dead is one of the other categories. I, we see later they were fine. Yeah, they got cured at Harsinai. Says Tesis, something no one ever heard before. Says Tesis, Yeshleimer, do you have a kaita the whole effect of the cure, the cure-all that Matantara did, that Matantara helped, was limited. It was over. It was over at the Maisa Ega. Has somebody repeated their prior transgressions? No, that's what we have to talk about. So this is an incredible thing. So we did the Egel, it's terrible. Whoever died because the Egel died. And you have two people. One guy, who was healthy before Matantara, suffered no further loss because of the ego. You know, it was a terrible thing. Cholesterol as a whole isn't good because of it, but I don't suffer anything. And a guy who was blind before Matantara, all of a sudden the ego, boom. Because they did the ego, he got repunished. Some guy had a broken leg, some guy was lame. Immediately, immediately at the ego, he got re-afflicted. What did he do worse than the next guy? Why was he any worse than the next guy? Meaning they both participated in the ego the same way, and someone who didn't have a handicap before Matantara 
went on his merry way. And somebody who had a handicap before Montero was cured by virtue of Klaus Yisrael doing the ego, all of a sudden got double whammy, got re-smacked with his old handicap. Why? That seems unfair. Somebody who dealt with such an affliction and was cured uh, should have been kind of... tells her. Zuck the... Zakta tells her Yeshiva Rebarach Saratskin that somebody who experienced a nace, somebody who experienced what it feels like to be in pain and suffering and removed and cured from that pain, has on himself an extra chiv, an extra sense of constant hakaras hatayv. And this is very hard. People don't like to constantly be beholden to the Rebbeinu Shalom more than the next guy. I want to be a regular guy. I therefore forget anything special that the Rebbeinu Shalom has ever done for me because it's not a comfortable place to be in. That why do I have to be constantly in debt more than the next guy? Constantly cognizant and repaying this debt of gratitude to the Rebbeinu Shalom more than the next guy. It's an uncomfortable place to be in, and therefore people try to avoid it. So that is what people that experience the nace before the ego had this extra punishment because they, of all people, should have been more appreciative to the Rebbeinu Shalom. Because they're participating in the age, like anyone else. They should have participated in the age. The rest of the class, so they should have been more participating. They should have been more protesting. 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 A person had a terrible accident, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu had him walk away from the accident. So for six months, the guy doesn't miss an Amen Yehesh Rabbah. And then he slips back into regular life. A person who was cured from a machla or something like that, he's extremely on high alert for a little while, and then you know, he slips back to regular life because it is very hard to constantly maintain this level of like, heightened gratitude that a person has to be beholden. We see this again in the Parsha. The Ramban asks, Meshur Rabbeinu keeps fighting with the Rebbeinu Shalom. I can't, I can't talk. I can't be the spokesman for Klai Yisrael. Give it to Aaron. I can't be the one to deliver the message. And it gets heated in the end between Meshur Rabbeinu and the Rebbeinu Shalom. The Ramban asks a very simple question. Why didn't Hashem just cure Meshur? Hashem's capable. Why didn't Hashem just fix it? So the Ramban says, because Meshur never asked. Meshur never davened. Meshach never asked for himself to be cured. Also, the Caleb of the whole potency of his messaging that he came through somebody who was a flawed. Right, right, right. He, the Ramban says that. The Ramban says it later in the paragraph. So the Ramban says, why didn't Meshach Rabbeinu ask to be cured? Says the Ramban, because Meshach's speech impediment was as a result of a nace. We know that Moshe got his speech impediment because he was about to do the wrong thing with Parai, and quickly the Malach pushed his hand and he ate a coal and it caused him to have the speech impediment, which was a nace. Moshe Rabbeinu got this message loud and clear. Moshe Rabbeinu did not want to ever forget 
the nace that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did to him. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted the constant reminder, even at great sacrifice, that he was, had a speech impediment for the rest of his life. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted the daily reminder that he was beholden to the Rebbeinu Shalom for a nace he did to him. And he got this message. Oh, yeah. So to here in life. The Rebbeinu Shalom does things for us always. Everyone can point back to times that the Rebbeinu did something crazy special for him. We love to forget the next time it's time to kvetch. This is the avla that we have to avoid. Uh, <laughs>